Dude. I don't know, man. Dude, it's kind of funny that uh, everyone's doing stuff today, because I was going to bring up kind of a, a deep, dark topic today, actually. After uh, watching Bo Burnham's special, and uh, I honestly... I started it. I, I started wanted, it. I'm going to finish it, though. Oh, that's great. Um, I wanted to bring it up last month, too, with it being mental health awareness. So I was like, I, us being all guys and the stigmatism of guys not talking about it, I was going to like bring up mental health with us. No, that's a good topic. Well, see what Alex says. If not, then we'll just push it back. Yeah. I know he um, was at a birthday party for Shannon's... John Johns. I am Shane. I don't know if I met you it's in It's Joe. <laughs> it's Jodine. Oh, nice. Jodine. Yeah, we all have uh, themed names in this because it's... Uh, well, now it's after the DC universe, so like we all have like DC-based characters. Gotcha. Because I like annually change this yeah. channel's name for some reason. I get bored with it. And I'm like, let's let's change it up into something else. Um. Yeah, Hunter. I f I feel like Squinchy was a little louder than Lorner. Lorner. I'm just I'm comparing it to other podcasts too. Like when I listened at work. Um. I was like max volume just over like the engine with my headphones and I just, it was tough to listen. It was tough to hear sound so, volume wise. Yeah. I, uh, I gave it a listen to, and I agree with you. Like I had to listen to it full volume and it was still toned down. I, I mean, if I'm like, if I'm like in my room by myself with nothing happening, but compared to other podcasts that I can hear, like with an engine running and stuff like that, it was like definitely parts where I'm like, I don't know what, is happening right now no i and yeah I, I agree i think um it's always like a never-ending balancing battle in all honesty because sometimes i'll be like back here yeah. and think i'm fine talking but apparently like i come through quieter on the recording instead of like when i'm up here talking yeah. it's weird yo yo and i oh. feel like i feel like in the future cory and zach even the mic i got um, would be nice for them to get just to eliminate the computer crustiness. Yeah. The computer mic crustiness. Are we recording? Yeah, That'd I was going nice. to say, we're, we're, we're recording too. We're live. <clears throat> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, my. my bad. <laughs> well, no, because Welcome me and Shane... Welcome to the Squinchy Game for podcast. <laughs> me and Shane had a little bit of a good dialogue going beforehand, so I was like, ah, I'll record this just for like... In case we want to do like little snippets, yeah, scene. and yeah. So I was like, this this is a good one. Um, even if it's like Alex, five minute welcome. Nugget. Where are you coming from? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm coming from a birthday party actually. Uh, Shannon's stepbrother turned sixteen today. An underage one. An underage. Oh, sweet. <laughs> no, he got a he got like a side by side, like a gator, like uh, like souped up golf cart sort of thing okay it was awesome whoa it was cool yeah <laughs> is it weird it was... seeing younger people definitely for sure mostly because like it kind of took me back a little bit and like gave me a little bit of nostalgia of like what did i like what did i do for my 16th birthday or like what did i like what were birthdays like back then and it took me back to like gi joes and like beanie babies and 
Like just all the crazy stuff like we used uh, to do. You're in the corner zoning out, and people are like, what is he thinking of right now? He's just going through a whole nostalgic trip. Do you guys want to know what like is one of the most embarrassing birthday moments for me, and will live in my brain forever? Yes. Yeah, thank you. I was just <laughs> setting myself up for that one. <laughs> Someone asked me how interesting my life was. Um, <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's it wasn't actually my birthday. It was Corey's birthday, um, and it was at the Chuck E. Cheese, and we were all like, you know, little tykes at Chuck E. Cheese, super pumped. And I don't know if you guys. I don't even know if you guys were honestly there, but I ended up getting way too like hyper and jumped up on sugar that i ended up punching chucky like repeatedly apparently and he just left and wouldn't come like back out into the party area because like he was done with us kids and i like felt like i had ruined the whole thing probably not even like a memory anymore for Corey, but for me man that that shit is locked in deep for some reason well he wasn't are you talking about the animatronics guys or the no like he was like the actual the real, yeah actual are you real... talking about chuck e cheese sorry i was getting yelled at for wrinkly laundry <laughs> yeah oh, we're talking about chuck e cheese that's the bad <laughs> but yeah dude, wait wait, wait, wait. Okay, it's, it's wrinkly thing. wait so you already so yeah, yeah alex yeah, you alex. know about it okay yeah i don't know what you're talking about so you're saying you that's punch Chuck E. Cheese in the nuts? <laughs> uh, no, not in the nuts. I don't believe it was in the nuts. I think it was just in the like the headpiece. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just like you know, angry yep, exactly. Like if you could just imagine angry, hopped up kindergartner on sugar, that was me. Mm-hmm. Precisely. <laughs> that's hilarious. I wonder if he uh, kept his job. Oh, probably not. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, like no, apparently like that he was like I'm not coming back out. I've like I've had it with kids today. I'm I'm and like the host has had to explain that to us. And the funny thing is is that Hunter has now turned into that person. Like what? The I'm target not... cheese? <laughs> I'm not coming back out. I'm fucking tired of these kids. <laughs> nah, I'm man. Fucking... I don't get paid well, enough. For that, this. that... Dude, the Islanders scored again while I was gone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're going crazy, dude. <laughs> Hey Joe, welcome to Squinchy Goompas. Well, sorry, boys. <laughs> nah, dude, you're fine. <laughs> you're good. I honestly, I had the power That's to remove you, and it didn't. About. Yeah, but uh, welcome. If you want to stay, you can. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, took out Chuck E. Cheese. We record in Discord. If I hadn't said that in a previous uh, thing, and for some reason I never lock it, just to make sure it's never like a, an issue for people to get in and out of the channel. Uh, sometimes some of my friends are in there. Uh, today we have a guest uh, who's watching hockey. So that, that's Hello happening. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm over here losing money uh, betting on the Boston Bruins. So you can go ahead and weep for me if you like. What did you bet on? This is a good. Uh, I had uh, Boston Bruins to win and over five and a half goals. So it looks like I'm gonna hit my over five and a half goals. Except the Boston Bruins are getting bodied. Yeah, <laughs> if the Boston Bruins come back from this one, they are four and one right now, going into to the third. I will be surprised. It will be a very impressive comeback. But so with how the that, goalies are playing, I won't be surprised yeah. actually. I mean, Tuka Rask is a little bit leaky, but uh, Verlamov seems to be standing on his head a little bit. So you never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, with that, I'll leave you boys 
to get back to the Squinchy Goopas content that you uh, normally <laughs> come here to listen for. And uh, hope you enjoy it. So thanks, bro. <laughs> with that little uh, little nugget of entertainment oh, yeah. that we all just got there, <laughs> I will be honest though. Joe's little uh, verbiage there that he just threw out there um, just showed me up as a hockey fan. Like, <laughs> just, I was like, damn. I'm, right now? Well, no, dude. He's like, this goal is a little leaky, and this goal is standing on his head. I was like, damn. That like, I feel like that's I was gonna perfect. say, leaky is a perfect word. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shit, <laughs> dude. Through. <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. Get this boy a that's hot like mic. That's <laughs> something you hear a commentator and. That, that's like what a commentator in hockey would say after like 10 years of doing the job. Yep. They don't think of that word until they're vets. This guy's some flex seal. <laughs> this guy's, this uh, guy's some WD-40. His knees aren't bending right. <laughs> <laughs> a little creaky in the knees. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny, dude. Um, but I don't even know if you guys would have one, but since I talked about shit that was embarrassing to me at a birthday party do you guys have any like embarrassing birthday party moments that you were at or i don't have that however uh, i thought it was pretty funny uh i talked about uh today at the birthday party i was at i told my fiance's father that i wore a dress to get a beanie baby one time and i don't think he really liked it as much as i like telling it <laughs> so what was his reaction he was just super quiet, and he, uh, like, looked at me, like, kind of side-eyed. Like, <laughs> it was a quiet table. Basically, I got, uh, I got Tinkles. Like, <laughs> nobody, uh, and I, I'm gonna take it. Know, I'm, Tinkles is I'm gonna when, take it back to the... Oh, yeah, true. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, yeah, Tinkles is when, uh, like, you tell a joke or something like that, you're trying to be funny, and it just doesn't pan out the way you thought it was going to. <laughs> So, yeah. But what were you going to say, Shane? Yo, who's um, having a break-in in their gonna... B&E in their fucking yeah, background? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, someone just broke through the window. They're stealing shit right now. So. <laughs> I was going to take it back to the first episode here when you talked about uh, making that joke on stage, Alex. And you... Here comes the walk-in, boys. Um, <laughs> help me out here. Help me out. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. There was something about t- oh, there was something about Alex. You made a joke to the crowd, and then I was I was saying, well, is it just that you avoid the idea that you're about to get tinkles and you keep going? Because I feel like you're good at that over the years. You cut myself almost, off. I'm like you're. I guess you like. Or I'm just used to I it. feel like you've just... I just feel like you've learned to, like, deflect the tinkles yourself somehow. I guess you don't show it as well. Hmm. Well, thank you, good sir. <laughs> no, I for sure feel it. Wait, are you trying like to say that me. he's, like, made himself tinkle-proof? Oh, no, dude. More so No, I think he just puts on tinkles. a good face. He, if anything, I would say he it's, aims for the tinkles now. It's just I almost like his pun yeah, humor. That, okay, no one aims Hunter, for the that's a, Hunter, that's a good, Hunter, that's a good point. I feel like he loves the tinkles. He lives in it. He like, 
when he gets a tinkle, it isn't like a, it isn't what it's supposed to be. A shame moment of like, dude, like that was like, come on. It was more of like, yes, haha, another one. Add it to my bedpost. Yes. Tinkle my stuff. <laughs> That's what I am. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've gotten so many tinkles Mr. Tinkles. Yeah, Mr. Tinkles. Yeah. The tinkler, dude. <laughs> the tinkler. Um, I, I want to throw a little bit more background on tinkles. Um, for what I remember, the origin of it, um, talking with Corey and stuff, is, you know when you drink maybe like a, a Coca-Cola and you might get a little bit in the wrong, I don't know if it goes down the wrong hole or you sniff a little bit of the suds, <laughs> but you just you get your nose literally, uh, you know, it's all up. I can say is it starts to tinkles. But that feeling I've gotten when i've said something and tried to be funny that same feeling from the coca-cola hits it's like a weird almost like you're about to sneeze see that's funny because i always thought that it originated just from the place of like shit what i just said wasn't funny tinkles is hilarious word to break the awkward silence And then, like, if that doesn't, then you well, go down the road is... of, like, double tinkles. Or, uh, like, I can't remember the escalation. Double tinkles. <laughs> Wasn't one of them, like, Cap'n Crunch is... tinkles? <laughs> like, or something like that? Oh, yeah. Dang, I forgot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, had, we had a lot of escalations back then. We were like, <laughs> your joke wasn't just tinkles, dude. It was Cap'n Crunch. <laughs> you go back to the drawing board. Yeah, it's that like one. a whole other language really did evolve over time that is the truth but alex earlier i wanted to ask you about wrinkled clothes what was the thing you left them in the dryer too long you didn't fold them quick enough um i put too big of loads in and then i don't fold them right after just kind of do them all at once if that makes sense what do you mean you don't fold them right well i just don't fold them after like they're done <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Shane's like, wait, so like, what's your folding style? And he's like, there's none. I, I, don't, I don't have, have one. one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what a deflection there. I don't fold them right. No, you don't fold them right. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, avoid that cool. whole argument. <laughs> um, that's interesting because me and Michaela actually constantly butt heads over that. She has her way of folding stuff and I have my way of folding stuff. Um. And uh, she says, "Do you her, fold your shirts or do you hang them up?" I fold. We well, I fold all of my shit. I think the only things that I do hang up are my dress shirts and my dress pants. Everything else is folded because I don't really have really? any nice t-shirts or anything else really. I'm a bum, dude. I I don't mm. leave my house because I work from home now. So pretty much my my wardrobe consists of uh, gray sweatpants that have a NASA logo on it black sweatpants that have kylo ren on the left leg and t-shirts sounds terrible when's the last time you left the house oh i leave the house it's just i don't really need to look business professional anymore oh, and i'm, I'm married I, I, no i'm, I'm know i'm just saying like i'm I, I got the i got the girl <laughs> I, i'm married so i don't have to worry about impressing people and i got a job that I work from home and never really have to show myself, so I don't have to look business professional. So, you know, I don't put out effort when I go out. 
unless I go to the comic book stores, then I then I wear calls? shoes and everything. <clears throat> put on a nice pair of pants. What? Do you have to do any calls for work? Yeah, but none of them are video calls? calls. Yeah, they're all all are. I have my video off, and I really never need to turn it on unless my boss demands it, and he never does. Sometimes I do though, just to like fuck around with my boss, cause we'll like fuck with each other on the video or something. I don't know. Do you think people work better from home or at an office? I think it depends on the job, and I also or really, personally, 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 <clears throat> I actually like the office environment. It helps streamline a really? lot of conversations that need to happen at the office place. I, I think, whereas when stuff is at home, it allows a lot of people to use the, oh, sorry, man, I was, like, out, you know, code brown in it, or had to take the dog out, sorry, I wasn't right there, or they can just code use the... It? Yeah, you never had someone tell you they are going poop by saying code brown? No. Oh. That's new to me. Those are the type of people I deal with, dude. Um... Or the simple response of, oh, sorry, I'll get right with you. I'm super busy right now. And in all reality, they aren't really busy and they just don't want to get with you. But, like, if you're in an office place and you knock yeah, on that person's door, end... you know, you get you get with them if you need that question answered. You can't get dodged as easily. Um, yeah, but that, that what, I, what I was going to say is in the end, that just comes down to how good that person is doing at work so either way like well it gives that person it gives that person another leg or another crutch to lean on um whereas the office place they don't have that handicapped in the office place if you're if you're fucking around you're gonna get caught fucking around when you're at home you need to be caught at least like five times actually fucking around you know like it's it's I've fucked around so much at my last job, and I've stayed there for seven years. Well, I mean, did your last job require you to clock in at 9 to 5 and have, like, payroll and everything and, you know, wear a suit? Not that specific, but... Well, I think we might be talking about different jobs. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many hours I put on YouTube in my last job? No, I mean, in, uh, well, that that kind of goes to my point, though, Shane, of, like, if you get into the line of work where you're not really doing so much customer service stuff that I think you, you were doing in your last job, I believe. It was, I believe you're talking about the gym. Yeah. Yeah, like, that versus, you know, having The YMCA, to, to be specific. Versus having to do maybe, uh, you know, you're the architect, and you need to constantly be doing drawings and you're slacking off now your boss can catch you easily slacking off in the office place but if you're at home and you just haven't you have till the due date to turn it in your boss doesn't know if you're working conductively throughout the week or if you're panicking at the last five hours doing your work because you didn't do it for the whole week yeah you still get the job done and whatnot but there might be more issues there might be more errors you might have to go back to the drafting board because you rushed versus actually clocking in and doing your work and in a workspace i also think it's good to have an office space and a home like relaxation space because in for for people that can have that in the home office setup like you can go all the way downstairs and work versus you know living and working in the same room 
it, it just it's not conducive to a healthy mindset i think i agree because you never know how to turn it off yeah like right now i'm i'm itching to look at my outlook to see what people said before the end of the day like did i have any cases like is there anything that maybe I almost solved it and it just needs one more email sent? Like, that thing is in my brain right now because it's sitting right next to me. So you're saying you don't really have a separation from work and relaxation? Yeah. Yeah. It's always there. Oof. Yeah. It's tough. I think this conversation is tough for me because I'm the one that's not in your guys' position. So we're both coming from different realms yeah. where I'm most... I don't know if you guys could say the same thing as me, where if you were in my position, you almost would uh, envy that to an extent when you're not in it. But I have to hear you guys out because you guys have been doing well, it for a while. It's, it's funny you say that, dude, because it's almost like I envy your old position now. Like I would die to clock in at a gym and, you know, clock people in and out. And yeah, I might get some free time on YouTube in when like I have it, but versus what I'm doing now at home when I feel like I'm never actually like off the clock like it's it's fun it's just it's a it's a um the grass he is always greener on the other side perspective if that makes sense mm -hmm. I hated it man now that I'm moving around at least and stuff like as much as there's days where I want to throw a package so hard against the wall or against the shelf shelving unit of my van um, I'm chasing time now where I'm trying to finish it points during the day and I don't have a set time where I know I'm stuck there till whatever it's whenever I finish yeah they might ask me to go help someone else and stuff which sucks sometimes but I definitely enjoyed a lot more than when I was going in at a certain time on like a Saturday or Sunday and stuff clocking in at 9 I know I'm working 9 to 5 or some days I'd work a Sunday full shift because no one else could and I do 7 to 5 open to close gym completely dead at points and I'm sitting there and I have to be at the main area whereas like the fitness person could walk around and engage and stuff and I'm watching the minutes go by on my computer I would sometimes take a sticky note and like tape over the bottom part of the computer I tape over the the, the clock on the phone and sometimes I would even write hash marks on each hour anything that like made me feel better about the time it was just weird coping mechanisms of like the mind especially no, after man. seven years i understand that completely when i was working my uh, security guard job and i had to do overnight shifts that's exactly what it was like was how do i not look at the clock for the rest of my shift so it goes by faster um it was like torture and honestly. that's that's honestly interesting though too that you said that about how right now it's not really that you have like a set time to get out just like a fin like you just when you're done you're done unless they need like extra help. I kind of sort of wish mm -hmm. that's almost how every job could line up, but it just can't because of what you're doing doesn't always you know match that type of workflow. But I really do wish that, that I it, was, uh, it was it was that structure. And it's a four-day work week, and I still hit, like, 35 to 40 hours, which is awesome with three days off. And I think every everybody would benefit from four days. Oh, dude, so... I agree yes. with that, actually. Wholeheartedly. 
I heard this interesting take the other day by Duncan Trussell, who I'm not sure if he's necessarily a comedian oh, or just Duncan. like a he's a comedian person. Is he? Yeah. But he's like uh, technically, I guess, but he yeah, hasn't done like a so many special people... in a while, but he still does stand up. Yeah, he's like uh, so many people go to work, and they're supposed to be there for eight hours, but most jobs you can get that eight hours of work done in two hours but if you don't look like you're being productive for that full eight hours then you're going to get reprimanded so you have to act like you're being productive for eight hours when really the job could just be done in two. <laughs> it's so messed up that's interesting yeah. though that you bring up duncan trussell to kind of segue into another topic is um he brought up a very interesting mind uh process or mind thinking or what is it, mind uh, mind practice or thought practice that uh, Buddhists do, that you are, um, like, when you're dead, you know, how, or when you're dying, people always say, like, oh, your life is flashing before your eyes. Like, this, this conversation that we're having right now might be happening on your deathbed. Like, this is actually that moment that the life is flashing before your eyes. And Shit, don't fuck me up like that, dude. Well, it's it's a very interesting thought to have, I think, sometimes to like when you're viewing your life and seeing it as if it was through that lens, maybe a little bit less stress comes off of you because you no longer have the feeling of, oh, well, I have the rest of my life ahead of me. How am I not going to fuck it up versus, oh, I should enjoy what I did and and and, and, and am doing and dude, you're talking today is all over the board. I love it. Keep like, on I said, going. like I said, dude, podcasting with you brings it out of people. I swear. Because <laughs> everyone's nervous to mess up. How's he gonna? How's he gonna judge me? Is he gonna call me Christopher Walken? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What famous movie actor is he gonna yeah, say I sound like? Walken. <laughs> a, I'm owning that shit now. One Don't call walking. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty I good. said, look, my whole my whole excuse is if you guys want me to be either uh, the girl next door or Christopher Walken, you choose. <laughs> the girl next door. Yeah, and I voted Christopher Walken. All right, <laughs> I thought it'd be an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to eliminate the likes in my language, and then I I possibly feel like I don't read enough because I I want to use different words, but. I'm stuck on this stuck in your third grade level. Yeah. I feel like I I think all the time in my head and I'm thinking of all these like elaborate ideas because I have all the time in my head all day. Mm-hmm. And especially the last year where I didn't talk to many people. Um <laughs> that almost set me back like four grades. Dude, can we just talk about how now that the mad mask mandates lifted? that I'm uncomfortable with seeing the full face of people in public. <laughs> like, does anyone else have that? Like, is the mask mandate lifted over there, Shane? I'll still wear my mask at a grocery store, but, like, other stores and stuff like that, I won't. Yeah. Well, same with me, but, like, I'm not used to, like, when people aren't wearing a mask, I'm like, <gasps> like... Well, I don't mean to be that guy to call out hateful people, but in all honesty, dude, in Indiana... That I never really stopped seeing people's full faces. <laughs> well, you didn't really leave the house too much either. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just, yeah. We just talked about that. <laughs> That's funny. Dude. That's really funny. But alas, no, it is um, what it is. 
I agree, Alex. It's weird seeing lips. <laughs> yeah. And now I see all the bad faces that people make towards me. I can tell if I smell weird or not. Shit, man. I forgot what I wanted to bring up. It's just... Bo Burnham? No, it wasn't Bo Burnham. I honestly, I'm going to save that conversation for another time. Uh, I think I think it'll be better with the full group on. I need to watch it a couple more um, times. No, I want to have a talk because, like, it's always a big... And I know, oh, a group of white men talking, but, like, it's always a big thing of men don't talk about mental health or stuff like that. So I thought it'd be a good thing to have, like, us maybe dive in with each other on that shit on an episode. Just to normalize it, you know? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you, you want to save it because that'll be our uh, Ballstone episode 10. For real. And Man, uh, <laughs> we're really getting there, aren't we? Yeah, we have a total of 12 episodes <laughs> up underneath the Squinchy Goompas umbrella right now, which is pretty pretty epic for me. Um, and we're getting at least like 10, 10 new listens a week, which is pretty cool. Dang. Killing it. Look out, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time we hit a thousand. <laughs> By the time we hey, finally get that 15 like that. bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, uh, speaking of Bezos, I was, I was telling Corey and Zach when they were coming into Amazon, literally the first day um, I worked there, it was raining. And I have Persian bosses. They're from Persia. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like a contractor, and there's three other companies. And that was just the contractor that my friend from the YMCA told me about that he was working during quarantine and that morning i took my test and then she's like oh yeah you can come in for a short route i was like oh my god what the hell i'm so nervous and it's raining and stuff and i come up and all of us are like getting dumped on and they're my bosses are in like nice clothes makeup on and everything they have umbrellas above them i swear it was it gave me the biggest hunger games vibes and i feel like my boss was uh what's her name the there was woody harrelson and then oh the like lady that um announces everything elva uh no no the there elsa not elsa <laughs> yeah you're talking about the lady though um, that like was like welcome to the annual repeat well no not her the one that was that came from the capital there was woody harrelson and the other girl that was like their mentors yeah, um, I want to say her name was like Effa. Rita something. Effa. Effa. Oh, you're right. You're right, Hunter. Yeah, she was the spokesman for the district. Yeah, she was the spokesman. Um, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. and I felt like talking to the lore nerd. Lore nerd. Then, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was them, and then we all drive over to the Capitol, which is the main warehouse, to get our packages, and then that's where like Bezos is, and he's the um. The guy with the white hair, the... President. I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. It was just weird with the rain and stuff, and we're all just the min minglings, like... For whatever reason, I'm really getting uh, Parks and Rec vibes when uh, Chris Pratt's character goes to the doctor in April. Uh, Aubrey Plaza's character constantly has to be, like, updating him. He's like, I got my tonsils stolen, and she's, like, looked at. Uh, they took my blood away for science. 
Like, he's saying all these different <laughs> things and not just, like, president. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the white hair. And president. that right there, that that right there just proved that I I could never make it on Lord Nerd Podcast. <laughs> well, if, I mean, I know you listen, but, like, you hear us all there, dude. We don't know our shit either, <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, we're constantly, Hunter's always like, you do, oh, you shit, do. I need to look that up. <laughs> Well, we also it. say ah. it with uh, drunken and high confidence, so that way, like, <laughs> you know, we have gusto behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, gusto? Who's gusto? I haven't heard him on the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. That's funny, dude. You know it. <laughs> gusto! <laughs> That's super funny. You should actually tell that story. Tell the people the story of gusto, Alex. Oh, uh... One time in college, uh, my friend, future roommate, um, we went to the uh, uh, Dynasty uh, Grill. <laughs> Here we go. It's <laughs> Parks and Rec again. <laughs> Do you want me to tell it, and you Hunter, can just like correct me? <laughs> so he, uh, we were gonna Hunter's take all these crawfish tonight. back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we're gonna take all these uh, crawfish back to uh, the dorms to basically hide all the crawfish in different places because we thought it would freak out people and we thought that that was funny and uh so my friend opened up his fortune cookie and he said you're gonna take a trip with gusto but he read it as gusto so he's like i don't know who gusto is and he looked at this crawfish and he's like are you gusto so we hid all these crawfish around and whenever someone screamed it's like what the hell is this crawfish doing here we're like gusto <laughs> like, all the way down from the hallway. <laughs> so stupid, stupid college things, but it was hilarious to me. It cracked me up so much. The, As the, a, the fortune, he said Gusto? It said Gusto. gusto. But he read it as Gusto. <laughs> what is Gusto? With uh, umph. Like, With, yes, uh, stick to itiveness. Yeah. I'm gonna get this oh, done. Damn, I would have done that. 110%. You've never heard do something with gusto? I just, I feel like that's not very common. Like I, it isn't common. I hope I'm among other people no, that you're, wouldn't yeah, realize yeah, that. I'll agree that with movie. you. Nah, I, did, I mean. I got a blank one once. Really? That I feel like that's like a, dude, you got like the fortune cookie golden ticket. You could have gone to the Chinese factory. <laughs> you could have seen how all the food is made. <laughs> Could have um, seen the sweatshop totally workers forgot. sing songs. <laughs> <laughs> Could have seen it with gusto, dude. It's All funny because right. I was gonna say something earlier and I totally forgot what I was gonna say. And then Alex, you said crawfish, and it reminded me that I was gonna bring up something about Finding Nemo that I saw on uh, TikTok. <laughs> Corey <laughs> crawfish. Corey sent me and uh, BB. This this is our brother Brandon. It's weird saying Brandon. Um, is he in trouble? And yeah, I, I just don't say that. It's so weird. But anyway, he he sent us a TikTok, and this guy was like, "I'm gonna ruin your childhood." And he said, "Finding Nemo is uh, Nemo in some language. I don't know what it was. Is no one. So it's finding no one." And they said that actually, uh, Marlin's whole family died, mm-hmm. and he was just like basically delusional. He was trying to with the loss. Exactly, and then that's why Dory was a perfect partner because she has short-term memory loss. So, uh, 
I didn't actually confirm if Nemo means no one, but I'm Nemo is a given a name, nickname, and surname. It is Latin for nobody. May refer to aliases oh, Odysseus wow. used to trick Polyphemius in the Odyssey. Who am I? I'm Nemo. Shit. I'm nobody. Damn. You would, they have to know that. Well, I mean, for... also, dude, like, it, it's just a name. You can't really look at Disney movies that deeply. Like, I, you, Shane, you're talking to the guy that <laughs> you're literally. To <laughs> no, I mean, you're talking to the guy that literally used to freaking pull movies apart by the used thread. Used to. I've stopped. I've calmed down a lot. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. I man. think you can agree to that, though. I mean, honestly, no one's been going to move. Well, I watched. Gotten better. You still pull them apart. <coughs> when though? Name the Alex, last one. But Alex, hey, he let's. Backtrack. Let's let's he let's. He was backtracking. He's like, I've stopped. I've calmed down a bit. It kept going back. Well, nah, because I'll still like if a movie shit, I'll still be like, well, that was shit. But I won't like. I used to get upset about movies, like raise my blood pressure. Why are people wasting money on shit like this? Why couldn't this have been done better? It seemed but, like it was my mission to fix it type anger. So, I... But, I don't... Um, I, I think I it's a cool idea. Saying, but I almost feel like it's just like an Easter... I feel like it's an Easter egg thing. It could be true. It could be like something where they, they wrote that and... Well, what is... Imagine it's, being uh, that Art, art is in the eye of the beholder. It. So, it is what you want yeah. it to be interpreted as. So, like, if you want true, your Nemo true. to be that, I mean, that makes the story that much better, but was what that was, what, pfft, fuck you, Alex, you're on the podcast, and I can't talk. Was that what the original writers intended? I mean, maybe they said it in an interview. I don't know, but I think well, they just picked Nemo like, as um, a name. The, that's like the Pink <coughs> Floyd Wizard of Oz thing. Have you guys watched that? No, I've always heard about that, but I never watched it. Yo, it is weird. And hear, hear me out here, because there's this girl on YouTube that puts together, like, the, the best parts. The part where the witch is riding in, in the black and white part, and she's riding in on her bike. First off, right when the scene hits the bell of that one song on Pink Floyd kicks in. <laughs> Just like the bell on the bike. And it goes past the tree, and on the tree is a random triangle hanging from the tree. What but is the Pink Floyd cover art? Is that the a original? But what is did you watch an original cut, or did you just watch a YouTube cut? No, there's a video that plays the album right when the, the movie starts. Yeah, I get that, but what I'm saying is that that media that you're talking about right now was that on youtube as a cut or was that you starting the album while you were watching your dvd version of wizard of oz that was someone that said because like what i'm (laughs) what i'm trying to suggest shane is i think there might have been some movie magic going on there all right all right right. i get what you're saying but even then think of the album the album art is literally a black and white going through the triangle into rainbow, just like the movie. Yeah, answer that, Hunter. Big shoots. Uh, it's called the Yellow Brick Road was really what they traveled down. <laughs> no. This guy. 
Always has an answer for something. And there was really never anything to do with rainbows in the movie. You're no fun. You're no fun. Well, nah, man. It's more so it's like if we want to look for cool, interesting shit, like there's cool, interesting shit out there. It's like, no, I'm fun. And that is like the whole Nemo thing. That's cool and interesting as fuck. But the whole other thing, I think that's just people freaking people out on the internet. Like the whole, um... Well... Do you, have I, you seen the you uh, Netflix about documentary um, about uh, there's a scary hotel? Netflix. Fuck you. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Let's see Netflix. if Hunter can do do this. Netflix. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yeah. Flex. Flex. Okay. Netflix. Um, it's a documentary about a scary hotel in California where there was a ins or a viral um youtube video that went out about this girl coming in and out of an elevator and everyone started making these huge theories about how the cecil hotel is haunted by demons and she's possessed and all this stuff but it actually just turns out she was a schizophrenic off of her medicine um so it's like i kind of think it's like one of those scenarios where like yeah maybe something does line up but there's actually something else very more like logical of why that lines up versus what's actually what you actually saw and people are telling you to see if that makes sense yeah i i guess what i would what i would say to that is even if you took one song from the album that i picked for you that technically matched up in the youtube video where they said they played it from start to finish and the album plays over like three times throughout the movie um even one of the songs that matched up from when they said I could show you that in like four different parts of that song literally say certain things that are happening in the scene okay but could it so be more it so that the artists of Pink Floyd watched a movie that came out in 1939 and took inspiration for their music that came out in 1973 Yeah. Billy Bummer over here. Well, that's what I am, dude. I'm the guy that and likes apparently, to... um, yeah, the guy that doesn't critique things and anymore. <laughs> and also, the Dark Side of the Moon. Um, someone put it to Paul Blart, and it matched up pretty well too. I love Pink Floyd, I'm though. Serious. Don't you? I won't. I won't hate on Pink Floyd. Anything that gets people to listen to more Floyd, I'm here for. So. No, people. You know, look, we're getting bigger now, Hunter. People are gonna clip that one part you said and just cancel you for Pink Floyd hate. That's yep. fine. That's. I'm gonna uh, cancel you for Pink Floyd hate. If I go, if I'm famously known <laughs> yeah, we're for, we're gonna cancel you. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> well, you can't. So. I kinda, Sounds like someone who's about to get canceled. All right, man. Tell, step. tell me your favorite First Floyd album, denial. dude. Tell me your favorite Floyd album. Dark Side of the Moon. All right, give me your second favorite. Dark Side of the Moon. Wall. Okay, give me your third favorite. Wall. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's Yep, you album, only know like, the two favorite wait, albums. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but I like Live at Pompeii. I do like that too, yeah. That Live at Pompeii is fucking amazing. Cool. What's your third favorite Pink Floyd album? I, I named two. Uh, metal. That's more than most people. As we all, as we all sit in front of Google. <laughs> no, metal. Metal is my favorite Pink Floyd album, followed by uh, "Wish You Were Here." And um, the Wall is my third. Yep. Yep. 
Isn't that by the milk carton kids, though? <laughs> Dude, do you know how much it always pissed me off when mom's like, I want to listen to Wish You Were Here. I was like, the Pink Floyd song? She goes, no, by the milk carton kids. And it's like, Jesus Christ, get these Simon and Garfunkel phonies off of my Spotify. Sorry, Mel Carton Kids is like a cover band, I think. Music like that? Like that again? I mean, I think Greta Van Fleet is doing a good or job of bringing, like, old music into modern day. Yeah, but it's not... You know what I'm saying? The the impact, I feel like it was because of the time. Man, we're going... We're, like, uh, nah, getting dude, a sneak I, peek into the, into the Humphreys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was having this conversation the other day with uh, my wife. I think my wife. <laughs> I think Little Nas's uh, "Call Me by Your Name" will go down in history as like one of those iconic pieces of media because of what it was able to do and what it's saying. I I really do. Um, I think it'll be just as iconic as I want to break free. In all honesty. And that's something that really excites me because earlier in my music fandom days, I was quoted saying, I'd rather go to a Queen concert with, um, fuck, I just blanked on the main guy's name. All I can think of is Rami Malik, and that's not who it is. Freddie Mercury. Thank you. I got, I'm, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. yeah, who's the lore nerd now, Shane? <laughs> No, uh, I said I would rather go to a Queen concert with Freddie Mercury as their uh, singer again than an Odessa concert. And to anyone that's actually been to an Odessa concert, I apologize because the production value at an Odessa concert and what Odessa does with music, I'm not going to say it's better than Queen, but it's it's in the time it would be like going to queen back then now so it would be foolish of me to like go oh i'd rather go see these old fogies that like run and skip around on stage versus odessa that makes you actually like kind of feel something too here's the thing though and here's where i'm going to push back on you though is that like yes like it that just might just be your lane though like people who went to see queen went to see freddie mercury went to see showmanship of Freddie Mercury, like he was unlike anything that you had seen on stage at that time. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see. Well, him, then even like, then, it would be like, all right, then I should go see Red Hot Chili Peppers, or I should go see My Chemical Romance. Or... Okay, and but the lead singers of both of those are not as, uh, at least from what I've heard in the videos I've seen, are not as, um, domineer, dominating on stage. I guess would be the thing that that, shared the stage with the rest of their bandmates. Like Freddie Mercury owned that stage. Queen was literally just like the backup band to Freddie Mercury. It was the Freddie Mercury show. Not that I'm not disputing that, but that wasn't really what I meant by I'd rather go to a Queen show than I was just saying like, I think I thought at that point in my life that Queen honestly would have put on a better show than Odessa can now. And that's just, like, if Freddie Mercury was still alive and he saw what people were doing nowadays, I think he'd be bl- he'd be blown away, too. He'd be he'd probably still be making music, in all honesty, but it it is it is a monumental head flip of a change of what music producers. I think that's the correct word for what I'm trying to say of what, like. Producers can do nowadays for live venues versus what they did back in the day, you know. 
guess. Well, I just remember seeing a Led Zeppelin DVD um, of their live concerts, and there is everybody in the crowd was just sitting Indian style watching them as they're going ham, and that just blew my mind. That's my kind of concert. Obviously, though, sometimes no though, dude. iPhones and shit, <laughs> and you can't get that now. Like in technology and stuff, it's just different, and I just feel like there are maybe bands and stuff that would have like made it on the same realm back then but times change and and music changes and stuff and like I honestly feel like MGMT is a modern day Pink Floyd in the realm of like not going like with the standards of music and honestly like they made their pop songs and then the next album like they got shit for because it was just nothing like electric feel in their pop hits like straight indie music which is why i love it and that's literally yeah and that's what they said they're like i this is this is us Mm -hmm. and and obviously they're not as popular as like pink floyd back then and everything um i just don't think that's possible in this realm Of like someone of like MGMT being as popular as Pink Floyd, or is vice versa. Well, it's always yeah. hard to say perspective wise, yeah. Shane, because we still have to let them like. You got to ask yourself that Ooh. question really like thirty years down the line. Because like MGMT, honestly, might have not actually like hit its fan stride yet. Like its biggest fandom might still yet to have discovered it. It might be like two generations down the line when like kids are actually like, yo. That's true. The like, people that made Electric Feel actually have like, some fucking hits. Yeah. Like, for instance, but like, I remember Don't Stop, Don't Stop Leaving, like, trended on charts, like, in the early 2000s, and, like, Journey wasn't even necessarily touring anymore. It's like they blew up out of nowhere again, like, and hit more a stride in the later years. Like, that can definitely still come for, like, some of these other artists. I hate that song. Yeah, I don't like it either. I can't stand it. I've honestly never liked it. I'll tell you why I hate it. I went to prom with this girl that... um, I didn't have a date, and I asked this my friend, and I was like, oh, that girl, like, I'll take her or whatever. I wasn't, like, super into it and stuff. And we went there, and we were all hanging out. I was with my other friends and stuff. They all took girls that they wanted to and uh <laughs> we, st- we were all on the dance floor and everything and then that song came on and we're kind of like it was like a slow dance almost to that song which is weird um <laughs> and i, I remember <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like looking around like because she's looking at me like giving me those eyes and stuff and my friend looked over and i'm like kind of like singing it faking it because i feel super awkward and my friend looks over, he's like, dude, look her in the eyes. I was like, look her in the eyes. <laughs> like, he's like, what are you doing? Look her in the eyes. And I just looked at her and I'm like, dude, oh man. And just got like a big whiff of BO too. And it was just a bad experience. <laughs> dude, that is that is such like some like middle school advice. My BO, my BO. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, that is such like. You gotta look her in the eyes, man, and tell her she's the one for you. <laughs> like some drunk on punch advice, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, and I feel like I want to look at him like, bro, you're just projecting you. You're not looking. You're the fucking girl in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Don't look at me in the eyes. Look at her in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, then I remember when we left, um, I guess she was kind of into me and stuff. And it's bad because I totally hit her up. We didn't even know each other. And then she was like, I'll see you later. And I'm like, yeah, I'll see you later. Like, casual. And I kind of, like, didn't hit her up after that. And then she sent me a message, like, a month later and just cussed me Ooh. out. <laughs> Shane. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that you weren't trying to be like a dick or anything like that. You literally probably were just I wasn't. Nervous. Exactly. <laughs> That's literally my life. Can. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I look like a dick. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny to me. That is I'll, so funny. I'll see you later. Takes it literally. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn, man. Damn English language. <laughs> all, all because of... Look at, her, look at her in the eyes. <laughs> look deep into her soul, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I mean, that's the only... I went to that prom, and then I went to... Yeah, that was the only one. I didn't go to my senior prom. God. I probably said this in multiple podcasts. People are like, man, what a lame One prom I had the vice principal come up to me and tell me to take it easy because I was grinding on his, like, niece, I think she was. Daughter. No. But it was actually the same vice principal who came from middle school as a vice principal. He, like, didn't really, like, elevate principal jobs, but it was kind of like a lateral movement for him. Um Fuck you, Mr. Fisher, if you're listening. You're a piece of fucking shit. I hate you. Um, nah, dude, he also yeah. didn't tip me when, when I was working at a pizza job. He ordered pizza, got delivery, and then didn't tip. So he's he's actually a piece of shit. Um, <clears throat> I hope he listens eventually and finds this episode. I hope he does, too. I hope I hope he looks back on his life and reevaluates it because he is, he is wrong the students that he is, you know, supposedly supposed to be you know, garnering their respect and relations for the future or whatever. Fuck him. Um, yeah, but Hunter, he was probably just following curriculum. Gotta keep room for the Holy Spirit, you know? Fuck curriculum as well. Uh, we were public school, Shane. But yeah, you're actually probably right. He's probably a Christian fuck. <laughs> um, any Touche. He, uh, he was like, you, you take it easy, man. Like, dude, like, you're literally coming up to me when there's 30 people right next to me grinding it was that and then the other one alex was that the one that kevin had to be taken to the hospital because of ginger i'm not sure that was a prom though i'm pretty sure it was the second prom i went to which would have been your my junior year so your freshman year oh shit never mind so that was the one fisher fucking got on me yeah, but that was funny too because he, my friend he ate ginger, like a ginger salad, and yeah, like it's terrible because he had an allergic reaction. I'm so glad he's okay, but like he came out of this hot, sweaty crowd and he looked like he looked like dude. he looked like the guy from the Goonies, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, freaking. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, his face is all small and he's like, I broke something's wrong. And it's like, yes, something is wrong. And then a bunch of bees just sting your face. Like, holy crap. Oh, 
shit, that's so funny, oh. dude. What a good time. The second prom, Shane, I kind of had a like similar... Ch chunk? Yeah, like Chunk. <laughs> uh, no, not Chunk. Uh, I think his name was Sloth, or Slaw, or something like that. Sloth. Yeah, Chunk was the fat kid that did the uh, truffle, truffle shuffle. shuffle. Yeah. I know that because I was asked to do the truffle shuffle, truffle shuffle. many of times. Um, but anyway, uh, second prom was a little bit like yours, Shane. Took a girl. She didn't really dance with me at all. Third prom, I took Mickey. Then she graduated in fourth prom, I took a girl and then didn't really dance with her at all. So I kind of did what I happened to me second prom. He's like, pass it on. Yeah, pass, pass the torch of <laughs> disapproval. That's so so I was going to say earlier to the birthday thing too, Alex, I went to Red Robin today where Zach, the other podcaster on the Squinchy Goopa podcast works. He God, you're just freaking doxing him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm the only one that's gotten doxed in this, all right? I, I just said Zach. Okay, okay, my bad. Um, I didn't say, they don't, no one knows where we live yet, right? Which state? Oh, anyway, so. So. <laughs> it's, it's right across from Coward Hall. There you go, I just doxed him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that played a part in my brain, <coughs> but I'm sitting at the bar, and I, I I was talking to him tonight. We were gonna we hung out and went to Applebee's across the street after, and uh, these four young kids came in, definitely from Cowardall, because everyone comes right over to the Red Robin, and uh, they I think it just took me back and brought back some memories. But they all have the same hair, the same look same clean faces like young kids they're just laughing like <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> what I'm was just, that again I'm dude just, how are they laughing <laughs> they're like they're like oh yeah 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 <laughs> did, you, did you see the second period oh shit yeah, man. they were like fucking around shit. Did you see that <laughs> thank you and i feel like i'm just watching them and i have this overwhelming feeling of they're gonna realize how life hasn't hit them yet. Cringy they are. They're gonna realize how cringy they are in a few years. Because I look at that and I'm like, was I like that? I'm like, I was. I was. I had moments like that. We played Yu-Gi-Oh at maybe... dinner, Shane. We were like that. Yeah. 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 They were, we're like, uh, here's we were your a different chicken breed. fingers, and we were like, put them next to the cards, okay? I'm busy right yeah. now. Hunter's got honey mustard all over, blue eyes, white dragon. Well, Hunter was usually the first one out, so his cards were usually put away by the time today. All right, let's not bring up <laughs> no, PTSD of how I like, suck. <laughs> Look, I didn't have enough the, polymerizations. Uh, Leave me alone. No, dude, more so the issue <laughs> no was one did, that Hunter. all your cards were from the flea market, dude. That's straight up all your cards. No, I didn't <laughs> use really that. We both, we, we both bought two, two decks of, like, Mexican Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay, let's not If you beat someone with a flea market deck... That's sick. No, like I actually, <laughs> I, I, I actually Canceled. think they were. Like, yeah, yeah, this guy over here, dude, he's aiming for it. No, like I actually think they were from Mexico. Okay. Whatever, man. Okay. Sticking to his guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thinking? I got an overall. What are you sneaking through here? <laughs> <laughs> These Yu-Gi-Oh! Whoa, why are you assuming an illegal immigrant brought them, dude? It could have been, like, fair trade and Who's cargo. Illegal? Who said illegal immigrant? Illegal cargo, dude. <laughs> Those are high, 
high valued Yu Gi Oh cards, dude. <laughs> no, they're What's like, the they're like, look, they don't have the little dot at the bottom. They're okay. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, they're fine. Might as well go out strong, boys. Oh, man. We are making it to 10 episodes because we're going to get canceled that before was like that. was like you guys. That was you guys last week with your uh, uh, MTV Cribs. I'll have an indoor, outdoor pool. I, I was going to ask you, I was listening back to it. Was that a character from a movie or were you guys just doing a voice? I think it's just a character from our heads. <laughs> yeah. We create okay. characters. I had a, uh, a character, or not a character, I had a really good friend in college who always came up with these funny questions, but he would ask them in, like with an accent. He'd be like, hey, man, like if you could... If you could choose between having little tiny feathers or little tiny penises for teeth, which would you choose? Don't, 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 no, you don't have to get back to me right away. I want you to think think about this one. Think about that and get back to me, okay? Think of, get back to me on that one. And like, it just like, we would just continue going on with our day. Like, it was just little excerpts from him and his insanity. And I loved it. And which that, would you like, have, Shane? that character brought over, I think. Yeah, which would you have, Shane? Little um, tiny feathers or little baby penises? The... Little tiny feathers? Little feathers or little penises for teeth? <laughs> um... And you gotta think, dude. When you get excited, <laughs> the teeth get hard. Yeah, that's the only way you can eat is when you're yeah. really excited for food. <laughs> that's the chef will know, dude. If you're not eating, they'll be like, "Aw, wasn't <laughs> wasn't good." Got a worm yeah. mouth over um, here. <laughs> oh, what what kind of feathers? We likes it's all wigglies. <laughs> tiny feathers, dude. Yeah, they're just tiny feathers. I'd go. I go feathers. Soups for Shane for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, man. <laughs> Nothing but liquids for Shane. Jeez. Because then yeah, I wouldn't have to yeah. brush my teeth anymore. No, you'd still have to take care of them. It's not like the yeah. feathers clean themselves. Feathers still get dirty. <laughs> you freaking bum. Yeah, I lick my teeth all the time, so I'll be good. <laughs> not going to be licking your feathers clean. <laughs> Yo, the hairballs, though? Or the feather balls? What are they? <laughs> the feather balls. Looks like you've constantly. I was waiting. I was waiting in uh, lecture hall in Calvert Hall one time, and we all wait before the period starts to go into the the big hall where you sit up in the, the seats and stuff. Um, and a someone just threw a quarter at my head. <laughs> what? And I want to ask anybody if they've ever had a quarter hit their head, and people might laugh, but it's it's bad. Has anyone ever had a quarter hit their head? <laughs> Let's see. What is what of the like hardest thing that's been thrown at me? <laughs> I mean, that's metal, metal, silver. No, I've definitely had a quarter thrown at me before, man. I don't think it's really hit my head, right. but it's like hit like a knuckle or something. But what? Why? Why? Yeah, that's weird though. People... Like just randomly, someone threw something at you. Like mine was a friend. Yeah, they just throw in the crowd. I happen to hit my head, and I see some people laughing. And I'm. Those are the moments that just shaped me. Like Howard all, my dad always says like, he jokes and says, "Oh, and I just waste money because we're always like, oh, I hated high school and stuff." And I said, "Dad, you didn't waste money on education, or you? I guess you kind of did, <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
honestly, the shit I came out of Coward Hall with was that shaped my life is who I surround myself with. And I had one, basically Zach, like that was me and him got super close and hung out with and just shaped the, it definitely formed stereotypical judgments of how I view like just punks, like, uh, and what if you private school punks. You weren't uh, P P PSPs. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'll reach yeah. Out well, that was that was me projecting, <laughs> like the same way, like my older brother punked me around, and then I did it to Corey. Like that's part of life. That's the circle of life. So I did that. <laughs> he said, "Break the cycle, my ass." <laughs> <laughs> she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and didn't put deodorant on. So. <laughs> oh wait, that was me. Sorry, I didn't. That's not her. She was very like <laughs> religious too. That's, uh, yeah. I, I understand that, Shane. Um, sorry, I was getting, like, lost there. I was going PTSD, like, emotional shit. No, dude, you're fine, because I was, sucks, I was going to say, like, I've had those thoughts, too, of, like, what did I, and, for one, I got to ask, too, someone's phone charging constantly, or they're getting blown up? I'm hearing the, the buzz. Uh, a vibrating? Yeah. <laughs> Or is it an yeah, issue, Hunter? Well, no, but I'm pretty sure listeners won't, you know, occasionally, like... Oh. <laughs> it's soothing. It's like a headspace or something. Yeah, well, asking us questions. Sure, we'll go with like that. like mitosis or meiosis more. <coughs> um, I was going to say, I, I've had those thoughts, Shane, of what did I actually gain going through high school? Like, was I actually able to pull any knowledge, and was that knowledge actually worth a damn? And I think more so what I gained from high school was certain teachers uh, imprinted on me learning habits and a desire to want to learn more about a subject. And I think that did more than any level of knowledge I actually learned there. Because, like, I still actually seek well, out college? knowledge. Because you both went. College, dude, was the worst waste of money that my parents and I have ever went in on. Um, at least Valparaiso for me was terrible. I shouldn't really have gone. Um, at least I shouldn't have gone for what I was majoring in. I should have gone maybe more in the theater, but that was more so because of my lack of confidence in myself. Theater? Here's the thing, though. If you go to college, and this is like... Valparaiso. This is my, like, this is my opinion on college. If you're going to college, you better be a doctor, an engineer, something that you need to pass a test for to become that profession. If you're going to be like... A communications major or uh, uh, criminology major. Business. Go in like, well, business is something that I feel like you need to go to college for. However, if you're going for like the arts, do an internship. Get that knowledge from someone who's in the field right then. A lot because of people. The that, problem is though, man, is wait, a lot wait, of wait, people wait, don't wait. hand out the internships without the degrees or the which is the college. Well, that, wait, I was gonna ask you, Alex. How do you? You you said for arts get an internship instead of go to college like yeah is that what you said mm-hmm so but how like do you for instance, get that why are you going to college for portfolio? painting or photography well see alex the only the oh, only wait, debate wait, 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 Hunter, okay. real quick <laughs> this is <laughs> this would have been perfect if Corey was here what <laughs> because he just enrolled in photography oh, at ccbc no. Uh, well, n well, I'm about to defend him here. It's about the thing that you gain from college. Alex, you said, "Oh no." The thing, the thing that you gain from college that 
in all honesty, I kind oh, of am with Alex is just go out and get some real world experience instead is you actually gain knowledge from someone that's been in that real world. So like I took um, intro to film in my college career and I learned how to use Adobe Office or Adobe uh, Workspaces. So uh, Premiere, Photoshop. I learned Photoshop in high school, but After Effects, yeah. So like, and that actually gave me the tool set to pretty much be able to use any like audio editing, all my, whenever I'm editing audio, all of that knowledge is coming back from Adobe because pretty much all of those UIs are set up very similarly. And mm-hmm. that would how to do that for a used car a, a semester. <laughs> yep. And that's what, that's where I was just about to say is like, you do gain some knowledge, but it's not worth the payoff. Yeah, it's not. It's like, it's honestly to, like, like honestly like economically like friendly. Like rather if <laughs> like I'm not trying to shit on Corey at all, but it's like if you I feel like if you wanted to pick up photography, go to your local community photography class that I'm sure is being offered. I think I think um, anything a lot of things can be learned online now. We have literally a plethora of knowledge from youtube internet it's crazy you have everything in your hands yep i think some people um are on the idea that when they put money into something maybe they don't think this in general but maybe it's like when you get older you put money into something you're committing to yourself and you're like i'm not you know when 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 you don't put money into something you might waste your time and you're like "Uh, i'm gonna hold this off and you push it off for so many years but when you pay for something you're like here i am i'm committing to it and i know i put something valuable into it so it's gonna like almost force me to go to that and and learn what i could learn by myself but now you have um like an ultimatum almost or uh a wager that's helping you get past that first step or something that's that's what i would think some people might think they're doing subconsciously thoughts i would i would agree with you on that just make sure it's economical (laughs) i was gonna say yeah but you also want to still weigh out the the benefits and the cons because whereas you might be able to benefits is partying and girls yeah, but yeah, the cons are you fucking put yourself further and further into debt to people that really don't deserve it at Yo, all. Oh, the debt. The um, debt is insane. But what I would say is what you might be able to learn in college in a semester, you could learn in the real world in like a year of application. Like just stick to itiveness. Yeah. Like it, it really does come down to I a intuitiveness. I love it how you use that word all the time. <laughs> it really comes down to it though of are you going to put gusto behind it or are you going to yeah. pussyfoot? <laughs> are you going to pussyfoot? I'm trying to use old vocabulary to... now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Well, you see guy. some of the most uh like famous people or people that are influential in the world. I feel like the majority of them didn't go that route. They broke off and and felt better learning by themselves and doing things by themselves because that was like what they were passionate about and driven towards. Because if you're not, I, I took eight years of Spanish in school. I can't even like talk to someone beyond hello, how you doing and shit like that. Hey. So clearly, 
<laughs> well, it's also so much harder with art because, yeah, you can sometimes, like, you can teach styles, I guess, and help hone crafts, but ultimately, I feel like it really does come down to opinion based on your teacher of how you are introduced into that world, and that can really sometimes fuck you up in the long run or set you up right in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, if that teacher's blob, then you're, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, like, my... My teacher, uh, I don't really want to talk sh too much shit about him, but he kept on saying well, like, I mean, you already talked shit about shit. that other well, one. So yeah. yeah, well, this guy, he wasn't, he wasn't an asshole. He was cool and he was always trying to be helpful, but he kept on like saying like, oh, the rule of Hollywood is give it to it, give it to me the same, but only different. I kept on thinking to myself like, what in Hollywood have you gotten made? Because if you haven't gotten anything made, I really Wait, don't want Say wanna... that again? The rule of Hollywood is give it to me the same, only a little bit different. So, like, with your Star Wars. So, to give you an example, Star Wars, you put the old trilogy up next to the new trilogy that just came out. You find Rey and Luke's storylines to be eerily similar. You find uh, Poe Dameron and Han Solo's storylines to be eerily similar. Like, you can start lining up all these story arcs. It's the same, only just a little bit different. But I mean, like I, I was saying, true, but it's like, okay, what have you put together? That's yeah, that's that's, <laughs> and then like I came up with this short story that was an idea of um, a stoner yeah, having like those who can't do teach, yeah, teach, teach, Jim. Oh, I came up with the idea about how there was a uh, prophet and not hardcore back <laughs> back in the time of Jesus, and his name was Gil. <laughs> And he was the ganja prophet, and it ended up just being, like, at the end of it, a stoner waking up on his couch and taking another rip of his bong. And my teacher was like, oh, you can't do a cliche, cliche at the end of it. That's bad. Don't do that. And it's like, who, like, who like, are you to Bible, say what's bad, dude? Yeah, like, I was stretched out to say, like, I'm following the rules. And to say that, like, there hasn't been Everything movies the out Bible, there. It's just a little bit different. <laughs> hey, there you go. You're picking up <laughs> Star Wars, <coughs> Matrix. But I, uh, Star Trek. I don't even know where that one, where this uh, dialogue <laughs> thread started at. Yeah, rain it back in. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually a good place to cut off this episode. We've got a good hour and fifteen on this bad boy. Um. So, uh, like Alex always tries to remind me, ladies and gentlemen, but I normally cut it off like a bad person, um, a bad producer, bad hunter. Um, I will be putting our contacts that you guys can reach out to down below in the description, so that way you can just copy and paste it into your search bar or address bar, make it a lot easier on you and me, so I'm not, you know, spelling it out and fucking up and having to go back through it. It'll just be down in the description so you can copy and paste. Thank you guys for joining or listening as always, and we'll be here next week.